This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, September 13th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. China sends U.S. mixed signals as talks near. USMCA negotiations to intensify. And Farm Credit says risks increasing for producers. Mixed signals from China ahead of U.S. trade talks. China's Commerce Ministry is making it clear the country appreciates the U.S. decision to postpone some tariff rate increases ahead of the trade talks in early October. But a state-owned English-language media outlet is also opining that the goodwill gesture just doesn't go far enough. We welcome the goodwill from the U.S. Chinese Commerce Ministry Gao Feng told reporters yesterday, going as far as to suggest potential good news for U.S. ag exports. Chinese companies, Gao said, have begun asking for price quotations to buy U.S. soybeans and pork. We believe that the two sides can work together and can create a good background foundation for bilateral negotiations, Gao said. But the state-run Global Times also featuring an article diminishing the tariff postponement. Quoting experts, the Global Times says the U.S. decision to postpone extra tariffs is good for the upcoming China-U.S. trade talks. But what U.S. President Donald Trump has done is far from enough, and we should not consider it a breakthrough in trade talks, as they remain very tough. U.S. MCA negotiations intensify. House lawmakers are likely to see a lot more of U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer in the coming weeks as proposals between the Trump administration and House Democrats fly back and forth in efforts to get a deal on the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement by the end of the year. Lighthizer on Wednesday delivered to House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Richard Neal proposals to address Democrats' concerns, and Neal told reporters he's preparing to send back counter-proposals this week. He said, quote, I kept telling you I was waiting for Lighthizer to hit the ball back over the net. So they have hit the ball back over the net, and now... We intend to hit the ball back. Neil stressed that while progress is being made, more needs to be accomplished. Texas Republican Kevin Brady expressed optimism it will be worked out. He said, quote, I expect House Democrats in the coming weeks to have a number of visits from Ambassador Lighthizer about how they can fine-tune USMCA further, Brady said. Former Arkansas Senator Blanche Lincoln yesterday was one of the speakers at a rally on the National Mall promoting the USMCA. Farm Credit says MFP payments create risk for producers. Lower crop prices, declining exports, and growing debt are all contributing to uncertainty in the farm economy, the Farm Credit Administration said yesterday. In its quarterly report, FCA said it expects crop prices to remain weak and livestock margins to stay at break-even levels. In the midst of the administration's trade war with China, market facilitation program payments have provided considerable support to producers, FCA said. In areas with good yields, the payments could lift average crop margins from at or below break-even levels to positive levels, the report said. Elsewhere, producers will depend on crop insurance indemnities to recoup some of their production losses. A shift toward major government payments creates a major downside risk for farm borrowers and lenders when discretionary support is discontinued, according to the report. Farm credit system loans considered non-performing have risen 11.5% this year to $2.45 billion, FCA said. 
but added that credit risk is manageable. The system's financial condition is sound, it said. A letter urges administration to stop favoring ethanol lobby. A group of 16 organizations led by the American Energy Alliance sent a letter to administration officials urging them to stop favoring the ethanol lobby. President Trump has already given the ethanol lobby a major concession by allowing the year-round sale of E15, and yet they're still complaining that it hasn't done enough. That AEA president and Trump transition team member Thomas Pyle. Pyle went on to say continued whining by the ethanol lobby shows just how broken the renewable fuels mandate is. On the other hand, ethanol advocates say they have been harmed by numerous small refinery waivers given to oil companies that cannot comply with blending requirements in the renewable fuel standard. NIFA employees asked to work into the new year. Employees of the National Institute of Food and Agriculture who declined to move to Kansas City, well, they're being asked to stay and to work a few more months. They are receiving letters from USDA requesting they continue working until either January 3rd or March 30th, according to NIFA employees. The original deadline for employees to decide whether to move to Kansas City was September 30th. USDA spokesperson said that with mission continually at a high priority, the department has instructed ERS and NIFA to be agile with all available resources to meet workforce needs. The extension, in addition to prioritizing hiring for vacancies occurring on these teams, will help achieve mission continuity during the relocation so the department can deliver time-bound functions and continue to do it right by those it serves, the spokesperson said. WOTUS repeal prompts plaudits and cheers. The official repeal of the 2015 Waters of the U.S. rule received rounds of applause from the ag sector, which said it was about time. But there also was advice from the agencies as they moved toward crafting a replacement to appear this winter. Barb Glenn, CEO of the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture, called the repeal a critical first step, but said EPA and the Corps should consider adding a fiscal indicator standard to give landowners certainty about which areas are regulated and which are not. David Levine, president of the American Sustainable Business Council, criticized the action. He said, all businesses rely on clean water to some extent, and for many, it is essential. Further, there is a large potential for job growth in sectors such as infrastructure, ecosystem restoration, and technology development that are vital for achieving clean water goals. Here's today's She Said It. This cannot be the old NAFTA with a little sugar on top and say we've renegotiated it. If it's not going to make a difference in the lives of American families, and that is what our priority is. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi speaking to reporters about USMCA yesterday at the Capitol. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, September 13th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Chuck Daly.